hail and well met, everybody. Welcome to Geek Thyself, a show by nerds, for nerds, who love geeking out over random facts and esoteric trivia. My name is Heather. I'm Russell. And we'll be your hosts for this journey through the wondrous land of information. So, hi everyone. This week we're going to talk about Greek mythology. Yeah, hi. Uh, Before we sort of get into that bit, um, we have a few bits of mythology bits that we were going to cover. We're we're going with Greek first because it's what you are more familiar with. Mm -hmm. And I know a little less of it, but I do know a bit. It was actually, we learnt about this when we were in primary school, which uh, is what you would call elementary school, I think. It's like from... Like it's up to the age of eleven, roughly. Yeah, that would be elementary. School. Uh, so we actually learnt about it. Yeah, we actually learnt about it really early, uh, and then we basically never touched it again past that time, <laughs> which I thought was a bit weird because, like, like you feel feel like you, you know, revisit them when you know people mm-hmm. were actually more like cognitively aware about that kind of thing. But no, uh, all of this kind of thing was kind of covered there, I guess, because it's probably not important history. Like again, I did the air quotes. These are going to become a thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, like it's it's obviously mythology, so like maybe they just don't think it's important to recover. But I always thought it was really fascinating. So like, did you learn it like earlier or later, or did you just not learn it in school? Like that was where this question was going. Um, you know, honestly, I'm trying to think, and I don't remember covering it too much in school. Mm-hmm. I remember um learning some Greek history. Yeah. And I, which was in, I think it was either in elementary school or like early middle school, which Mm -hmm. is like 12 to 14. I don't understand your middle school, but yes, cool. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's, yeah, it's different. So um, it was one or the other. I don't remember Mm -hmm. exactly. We learned a little bit about Greek history. And during that, you learn a little bit about the mythology. Mm -hmm. But for me, most of my knowledge of Greek mythology comes from sources outside of school. Yep. Okay. So when I was growing up, I don't remember the name of the game right now. I think it was a VTech game, like an old school VTech game, not oh, one wow. hooked up to the internet. <laughs> but there was a there was a game that one of um, our family members got us. I don't remember who, mm. but you there were these like cardboard sheets that were uh, laminated. And yeah. each one, you could stick it into the machine. Mm-hmm. It was like a big thing, like almost like laptop sized, but oh, like wow. small laptop. Yeah. And you would put the sheet in and it had different pictures on it of different things you could learn. And then the machine would ask you questions and you had to push the correct answer. Okay. Based off of which card was in the mach- was in the game. Yeah, makes sense. One of them was Greek mythology. Okay. So it asked stuff like, you know, the son of Zeus, who was later became the god of strength. And that was Hercules. Yes. So stuff like that. That took me like a good five seconds to remember <laughs> who that was. I'm like, who is that? I know who that is. <laughs> and do you want to know how I got to that answer? I remembered the movie Hercules, the Disney movie. I'm like, oh yeah, that, that was covered in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. So, um, so I learned some of it there. And then my school also had book fairs Mm -hmm. where like Scholastic and stuff like big book publishers over here would come and you could pick books out. And one of the books I picked at one point was Greek mythology. Yeah, we we had book fairs. We had like one every year. Again, they were in primary school. Uh, Mm -hmm. They weren't really a thing past that. But yeah, 
they'd essentially have like they fill all the sort of the main hall with these sort of roll like portable trolleys mm-hmm. of books uh, which you could find and some of them were fully gimmicky like there were one there was, there was, there was one I remember that had build her own wand oh. which actually came with a wand in it I'm like does that really need to be here probably not yeah, no, uh, but no. yeah that they also did a lot of that kind of mythology stuff, which is where I got into Egyptian mythology because oh, okay. I picked out Egyptian books during that sort of time, which is uh, also something we're, we're going to cover at some point mm-hmm. because I enjoy Egyptian mythology yes. very, very much. Uh, but not right now. We're covering Greek. Yes. The third place that I know about Greek mythology and that probably more people are more familiar with rather than an esoteric yeah. children's game and a random book on it <laughs> are the yes. old school stop-motion movies like Jason and the Argonauts and Clash of the Titans, the, the okay, original yes. old ones. Yes, I am familiar with Clash of the Titans. I, I hadn't heard of that first one, I'm going to be honest. Jason and the Argonauts? Jason and the... Oh, no. Um, like, I might have heard of it a couple of times, but I've definitely never seen it. Yeah. Like, you could probably find them online. I'm, I'm not... Okay. I don't know exactly what sites, but I'm sure you could find mm. them online somewhere. Uh, how old are they? Like, Oof, I'd have to look that up. I don't actually know. They're very oh, old. <laughs> like, are they are they like twenties old, forties old? Oh no, probably like seventies. Oh, okay, so not super. Maybe the sixties or seventies. Hold on, um, Clash okay. of the Titans. Looking it up now because yeah, I, I know that Clash of the Titans had a remake, and I definitely know that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, didn't. Uh, I didn't see it. <laughs> okay, uh, so Clash of the Titans, the original, was well original yes. that I'm talking about was 1981. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's not so that was super late, yeah. mm-hmm. And then Jason and the Argonauts was 1963. Okay, so a bit older. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there were other ones. It wasn't just those two that they, you know, they kind of had a whole series of them that came out around the that yeah. sort of time frame, but I don't remember mm-hmm. what the rest of them were. <laughs> Those are the two I know the best. <laughs> Where I get most of my interest in Greek mythology um, is actually from a fairly well-known show from the 90s called Xena. Oh, yes. <laughs> Xena and Hercules. Them too. Those are also places yes. I got Greek mythology yes. information. Yeah, um, when I was growing up, uh, obviously I was uh, not around when Xena was first broadcasting, but my brother Lee, who was was very, was very much into Xena, so he actually collected the like the VHSs of them, <laughs> the VHS tapes, mm-hmm. and we went through and watched them all. Uh, and obviously Xena covers quite a bit about the gods yeah. and stuff, especially Ares and Aphrodite and a bit of Poseidon. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, but that's where I kind of got my first inkling into any sort of mythology. And honestly, it was just fun. I didn't really ever see any much of Hercules. Uh, apparently my brother was just not into Hercules. <laughs> uh, but the, there was the crossover episode. I do remember that. Yes. Uh, there was a crossover episode for Xena and Hercules, which I did see. Yeah, um, there was at least one. I think they might have done more than one. I'd have to go back and look. They might have done. They might have done one for each show. That might have been it. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I remember yeah. watching both of those. That's another place where I got some Greek mythology from. Mm. But I already knew most of the mythology they were bringing up by that time. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, the, only, the only other place which I have like a small 
uh, residue of knowledge is the couple of Percy Jackson films that I've seen. Yeah, yeah of course, there's the, the um, Percy Jackson type films and stuff too, yeah. Yeah. I never read the books, not because I'm not interested, I just didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do want to read them at some point, but again, it's just finding the time. The books are better. But <laughs> I, I, we just had this discussion today. Yeah. Uh, I'm fairly sure the books are going to be better, but the fact is I've just not seen, uh, not seen them, not read them uh, just yet. Uh, I will look into doing that at some point. Again, just time, what mm-hmm. is it? Yeah, no worries. It's an illusion is what it is. <laughs> Yeah, I know that feeling. Uh, um, yeah, I've read yeah. I've read all the books for Percy Jackson, mm-hmm. that series. Yeah. I've read all of the Kane Chronicles, which are the Egyptian ones he wrote. Uh, I'm not. I wasn't not familiar with that, but I would probably get a lot out of that. So yeah. I would have to look into yes, that. Yes, I would recommend you check them out since you like Egyptian mythology so much. So I do. This this is not what this episode's about, but Rick Riordan has done a lot of books about different mythologies. He started with mm-hmm. Percy Jackson. And which, and the Olympians. which deals with all the Olympians and Greek mythology and some mm-hmm. Roman. Yes. And then he's also done one called the Cain Chronicles, which deals with Egyptian mm-hmm. mythology. And he's done one yep. now called, um, oh my God, I just forgot the guy's name. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot the kid's name, but it deals with Midgard and Norse mythology. Oh, okay. Uh, again, not really something I've got too much mm-hmm. like knowledge about. Uh, I just was never something I covered. But that seems kind of interesting that he's like chosen to make stories in all of them. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and in my yeah. opinion, they're all very enjoyable. If you don't like those kind of stories, or if you are one of those adults who refuses to read young adult books, then you probably don't care for them. I, on the other hand, don't care because it's really mm-hmm. fun mind candy. And that's how I look at you it. Know what, <laughs> that's fair. That's real fair. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like the sort, of stuff, the sort of stuff that I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Like I said, um, just haven't really read them. Uh, I, I don't really have a reason why I never did. I just didn't. Uh, maybe I was busy rereading Harry Potter for the 77th time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry Potter took up a lot of my childhood. That's okay. Uh, it was a, it's it. a good book. So, oh yeah, no, it's really good. But um, I... There were definitely times, and I think every book reader has has sympathized with this, where they've looked at a book that they've not read. It's like, hey, that's fun. And then they buy it. And then they reread a book they've read already like 17 times. I can attest to that. Uh, I have done that. Yeah. So there are definitely books that I have that I haven't read. And I haven't read them because I've reread a book that I already read. <laughs> and I'm getting better about that. There are less of them now, but it's definitely happened. Yeah, been there. Uh, been there okay. multiple times. Um, okay. But yeah, Greek mythology. <laughs> yeah, back onto that. I was just there to try and get back into that. So where do you want to sort of start with this? Because obviously you know a bit more about this. I know more about the, the gods and stuff. Like mm-hmm. I know about the three brothers with Hades and Poseidon and Zeus. Yeah. Uh, obviously, like they're the the three major gods, which yeah, for the most part, um, yeah, I think probably the best starting point just to give a, a, like a good sort of base ground for why Greek mythology is so crazy is yes. um, probably the origin story. That's probably a fairly good step. Yeah, a lot of people know that the Titans came before the gods. Yes. And that Zeus and Poseidon and um, Hades and all of their siblings were born, for the most part, from Titans. Mm -hmm. But before the Titans, 
it was like the pre-pre-origin, if you go all the way back, most Greek mythology that I've read agrees that what's the beginning point was just chaos. Mm. So basically, in the beginning, there was nothing but chaos. And then from that chaos, several different entities were born. So in the beginning, there was chaos. And then from chaos came Gaia, so Earth. Yes, I'm familiar with that. As well as Eros, who is love. Yes. And and this is one version I've heard. Eros, who is love, and then also the Abyss or Tartarus. Yes. So basically the underworld yes. kind of idea. Mm-hmm. And then also um, something called the Erebus. Yeah. So those were sort of the starting points. And then after that, Gaia gave birth to Uranus, who was the sky. Okay. And the two of them then got together and had the original Titans. Yes. <laughs> so the original six Titans were or excuse me, 12 Titans. The original 12 Titans were all related to each other. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Yes. One of them was Kronos and one of mm-hmm. them was Rhea. Kronos and Rhea got together and they're the ones that had the gods. Right. At least that, that is the story I've always heard. Another interesting mm-hmm. little tidbit is the fact that after the birth of Kronos, who I guess was like the last Titan, Gaia and Uranus decided that they weren't going to give birth to any more Titans and then had other creatures who were thrown into Tartarus by Uranus. So there was there was war going on even from back then. So oh, basically, wow. the entire origin story of all Greek gods is basically siblings got together and had more kids. <laughs> Fun. And then <laughs> and then everybody fought everybody else in order to get power from their predecessors. Yes. And it, there's a lot of, like, father versus son conflict. Very much, yeah, that comes up quite a bit. It really, everything. really does. Yes. So, um, from Kronos and Rhea came, like, mm-hmm. Zeus, Poseidon, Hades, Hestia, Demeter, and Hera. Yes. And the story goes that because Kronos was afraid his own son would come after him and betray him, just like he had done to his father, yes. every time Rhea gave birth, he ate the child. Oh, yeah. That's um that's quite uh the thing. Mm-hmm. Um so Zeus was the last one born out of that set that I listed. And yes. basically what she did is because she was tired of her husband eating her children, when Zeus was born, she wrapped up a stone inside a baby's blanket, and Kronos ate the baby's blanket wrapped around the stone instead, and which um he thought he had killed the son so that he didn't have to worry about it and then kind of went on his way. Meanwhile, Rhea has hidden Zeus somewhere and protected him until he was fully grown. And then he was able to come back, get his father inebriated or drugged, depending on which story you read enough to cut open his father or make him vomit again, depending on which story you read and get his siblings free. And at that point, the gods overthrew the Titans. Right. Um, that and, that is a lot. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a lot of like father versus son, and then like mm-hmm. we're taking over and we're casting you out, kind of business. Yes. Um, so and then obviously in that mm-hmm. bunch is Poseidon Hades still because when they came back out, they had fully grown. Isn't is that how yes. it worked? Yeah, they Which... they sprung out of him fully grown as adults yeah. and then they went to war with on Zeus's side against their father and the other Titans. There's a lot of quote there's a lot of things to unpack there. How does all yeah. that work? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously there's this a lot is of quotes and pieces. Oh and yes. then of um 
the Cyclopses that had been thrown into mm-hmm. Tartarus, Tartarus by Uranus. Yes. Yes, by Uranus were freed by um Poseidon or excuse me, by Zeus to help yes. fight against Kronos. Like there's just the there's all yeah. sorts of craziness. A lot of fighting is is the the common denominator though. Mm-hmm. A lot of fighting. And ultimately yeah. what happened is that Zeus and the other gods um imprisoned the Titans in Tartarus. At least the primary Titans, the ones who'd originally been born. Some yes. interesting things too is that some of those Titans gave birth to other gods or mythical creatures that we know. Like um the Muses were the children of Nemesine. Mm-hmm. At least in most of the stories I've read. Yep. Another interesting thing is that Metis, who yes. Again, I've heard slightly different versions. I've heard some where she was just some sort of supernatural being, and then I've heard others where Metis was actually a titan. Okay. But like one of the lesser titans, so not when they felt the need to overthrow and entrap, was Zeus's first wife. But there was a prophecy... Emphasis on first. (laughs) Yes, emphasis on first. Um, So there was a prophecy that the offspring of his first wife would give birth to a god greater than he... And so Zeus swallowed her and ate her, but she was already pregnant with Athena. So later he starts getting this splitting head. Again, this is the version I I know. Yes. There's different variations on these stories. So don't at me. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but later he that same day he got like a splitting headache, and then um, Hephaestus came and like cracked his skull open to help relieve the pressure. And in doing so, Athena sprang forth from his body fully formed kind of like the others had from Cronus. why is everyone so interested about eating their kids i don't know it's, it's a thing it, 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 apparently it's... the greeks liked vor apparently apparently it all comes back to vor mm. <laughs> uh. um, now that's the version i heard when yes. i first was learning greek mythology mm-hmm. there are problems with it depending on the timeline because again she's supposed to have been his first wife but Hephaestus is supposed to be Hera's son with Zeus. Right. When they were already together. So if Hephaestus broke open Zeus's skull... Well, maybe they weren't married. That is true. Because it's... That's it, a possibility. It's, it's specified as first wife. That is true. So maybe they just got, got busy. Got married later. <laughs> and... Maybe. Uh, so... But again, like, the whole mythology... It's it's very interesting, mm-hmm. but... Some bit is very, very unbelievable. It's just like, this doesn't make sense. Not really, but obviously... Yes. <sighs> stories like this, they they get exaggerated and changed and stuff. Like, they probably all started mm-hmm. very much, very, very similar. And everyone kept adding to it. And then suddenly everyone's eating each other's kids. <laughs> oh, boy. So, but, like, uh, as, like I said... After the Titans, we have the gods, which everyone is fairly familiar with, and that's where most of the sort of stuff which you hear about comes from. Like, you don't really tend to hear too much about the Titans, apart from the fact that they were first. That's true. At least in my... At least that's what I learned when I was sort of going through it. It was mainly focusing on the gods afterwards. I would agree. Most Most Greek mythology centers more so on the gods and goddesses, and also on some of the... Yeah. supernatural creatures that exist because of them and yes. i mean to be perfectly mm-hmm. honest there's a lot of supernatural creatures that exist because a god decided to sleep with somebody <laughs> yeah yeah that that happened quite a bit didn't it 
Yes. Well, a perfect example is the Minotaur. Yes. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, most people probably know what a Minotaur is. It's, you know, a man yes. who's got the head of a bull. But the original Greek myth is that King Minos of Crete had a daughter who was very, very beautiful, and he kept her locked up to keep her protected and safe. And I've heard different versions where part of it was that there was some sort of prophecy that her children would overthrow him or cause his downfall. Again, more of that prophesizing mm-hmm. stuff and people Lots just, of you know, oh yeah, lots of them. And so he he kept her locked away, basically, and protected for yes. various reasons. But Zeus saw how beautiful she was and wanted to be with her. So he um, he disguised himself as a bull. He did a lot of changing himself into animals and then going after. Yeah, them. he really did. He, like, he changed that, himself. That happened quite a few times. Oh yeah, he changed himself into a bull, mm-hmm. and then he used his god-like powers, his god powers, to make her fall in love with him. Basically, yes. And so he slept with her, and she gave birth to a son who had the head of a bull who was Minos's grandson and the called the Minotaur and put into Minos's maze, the labyrinth. Yes. And then later Theseus goes in there with the string and he's able to get out because mm-hmm. he follows the string back out and defeats the Minotaur. And that brought about the yeah. downfall of King Minos. And like, you, you see the trip, the yes. pattern here. <laughs> oh so yeah. Many yeah. Um, so, but yeah, um, Zeus did that quite a few times with different people. He did. There was, uh, um, yeah. I don't remember like, what, if there was a child, but I know there's another myth where he yeah. disguised himself as a swan and su- mm-hmm. seduced Leda, the queen of the, of Sparta. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he did, did that really quite a few times. Uh, yes. Pretty much any sort of story. Uh, a lot of them can just start with Zeus being, oh, that's a pretty lady. I want to go and be with that pretty lady. Oh, I did it. And things happened. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. So, so yeah. Um, what we're talking about this, why don't we... Uh, this uh, Something that I don't really know too much about, but it's interesting to me, is how did Hades end up in the underworld, in in like in Tartarus? Like, how did he end up there? Got it. Okay, so the version I've heard, and again, Mm -hmm. like I said, there's so many versions, so if you know a different one, don't at me. Don't want to deal with it. (laughs) Basically, the the version I've always heard is that the three brothers, Zeus, Hades, and Poseidon, were (laughs) deciding who was going to take over which realms. And in order to decide who was going to take what, they drew lots. So basically, like, drawing straws. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And whoever got the short straw picked last. Right. So they drew lots, and Zeus won. Yes. So he picked the sky. Sure. And then Poseidon was second so best, so the, he picked the sea. The water, yeah. And then Hades was Hades was the loser, and he got what was left, which was the underworld. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> I didn't know that it was that simple. Uh, I always assumed that in some stories that he was sort of cast out. There might be versions where that's a portion of it, but the version I've the versions I've always found have it be something along those lines. Like where he just got unlucky. Yeah, there was some sort of competition or some sort of thing that happened where Zeus won, so he got first pick and he chose the sky because he wanted to be above his brothers. Sure. And then Poseidon got to choose second and he chose the sea. Um, 
I think if I'm remembering the story right from what I heard, it was Zeus wanted to be able, wanted to be above his brothers. So he chose the sky. Um, Poseidon wanted to be hidden from his brother in the sky. So he went underwater Mm. and then Hades was left with what was, what was left because he lost. With the underworld. Because yeah, that from, uh, I know that in most, in most stories, they tended not to get on with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. For the most part, like they, they, there were times when, of course, they did like band together to to deal with threats. But for the most part, they didn't really like each other. Is what yes. I is what I get. Yeah. yeah, and a portion of that from again from what I've read, mm-hmm. several of the stories I read talked about Hades being jealous of his brothers yep. that had won. Because the other thing is too, he resides in tartarus he's not up in uh, on mount olympus so that's a thing he's not with the other gods he is essentially cast out even though that wasn't necessarily what the intent was because is he allowed to be uh, on olympus or is he not in versions i've read it wasn't that he wasn't allowed to go there he just didn't want to well it was that he he was bitter against his brothers yeah and and specifically zeus but he was bitter against his brother in some cases, he felt like maybe his brothers cheated. In other cases, I've read where he was just bitter because he didn't want to be in charge of the underworld. He felt like he got left with the crap that was left over kind of situation. Yeah, I can definitely understand with that, yeah. That, that, that's fair. Like, if, if you were in that kind of position, I could, I could get that maybe you didn't want to say, Oh yeah, hey, I'm technically allowed to be here, but you also gave me literally where everyone goes who's a bad person. Well, no, because Tartarus wasn't hell. No, no, because there was a difference, isn't there? Yeah. Because Tartarus had different sections. People were sealed away in Tartarus. Yeah, the bad people would definitely be going into the worst sections of Tartarus. But then there was also like the Elysian fields where the good people would go. And it was basically the Greek version of heaven, essentially. Yes. Yes, you're right. Um, I'm uh, mixing things up. Yeah, there are definitely areas which are bad. And there's also where the Titans are stored. uh, Or not stored is a bad word, but imprisoned. Welcome to the mid-roll, everybody. Like usual, we're here to talk about our wonderful sponsors. I'm going to start off by talking about World Anvil. They're pretty amazing. I definitely recommend you check out worldanvil.com. They're a fantastic world building and campaign management website. So if you're a writer trying to create your world, or if you are a dungeon master or game master and you want to flush out the world that your characters are playing in, it's a fantastic resource. You can link different people, you can import maps, and there's also several different tier options and different subscriptions you can get. We also are sponsored by Die Hard Dice, uh, who's a, a sponsor of the whole Nerds mm-hmm. Network in general. As the name suggests, they create beautiful dice, which uh, are gorgeous. They also have their own independent line, which includes the Moonstone dice. They also have their own metal dice, which they created the molds for. So they have a lot more control over how they sort of do them. They have sets that are dual colored now with their Spellwinder series. Also, for right now, they have Rebel Set, mm-hmm. the, the Rebel Set, which essentially is like a mystery set where you'll get a, a set of metal dice. Is yeah. it the metal dice? Yeah, it's a set of metal dice, but they won't match. They'll be their own sort of independent dice. So you'll just get a set which, like I said, it's Rebels because they're rebelling from the system. No conformity. They're all different. <laughs> 
so yeah, you can feel free to have a look through their sort of site. They've got they've got sort of filters by class. So if you want to be getting a certain set for a new character that you're planning on doing, you can look through their colors. And if you choose to buy anything while you're looking, you can use the coupon code Geek Thyself for fifteen percent one five off your first or next order. So yeah, you can choose to either use that on any of their sort of sets, their rebel sets, their metal sets their own individual dice. Also, as they are a sponsor of the network in general, you can uh, listen to other shows which are on the network and maybe hear their own codes which you can use as well to get more dice because who doesn't want more dice? Whoever has enough dice? Ever. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's not true. a thing. It's not a thing that exists. You can never <laughs> have enough dice. Thank you for listening to, to us uh, mm-hmm. talk about our sponsors. We love working with them and they're very good to us. That, that's very true. They're amazing. So let's get back into the episode. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of stuff that happens in Greek mythology. Yes. Um, since, I, since I know way more than would fit into a half hour podcast. Yes. I'm curious if there's any things that you want to know about. Uh, I definitely want to know the, the, the difference between, like, why, uh, how they got split up. That was uh, kind of interesting. Um, I suppose, like, with those sort of being the three first gods, were there any other ones that were around as early as they were? Do you know if... It... Yes. yes. Um, so there's there's several that were around at the same time as Zeus. Which weren't their kids is kind of like... Uh, well, I'm getting Right. At. Not yes. their kids, but actually their siblings. Yes. Because the three the three brothers are always the ones that are referenced the, the most. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's, there's three brothers and three sisters. Or the original six. Mm-hmm. Of course, the three main gods, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, are yes. very well known. And then the three women, three female uh, gods, the three goddesses, yes. there's a word for that, Heather, <laughs> um, were Hera, yes. Demeter, mm-hmm. and then the one that's probably the least well known is Hestia. Right. Uh, and what were they gods of? Well, we know Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. Yes. And then Demeter was the goddess of the harvest. Right. Okay. Makes sense. As well as she was also the goddess of like agriculture. Yeah. And stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of nature. Yes. She wasn't necessarily the god of the forests. That was more Pan. Uh, who, came, who came later. Yeah, well, he was kind of... It depends on the version you hear. There's some uh-huh. versions where he comes later. There's others where he's kind of like a Titan slash god right. mix. Okay, I'm with you. But he didn't fight with the Titans, so he got to just stay there. Like, I've heard slightly different variations. Right. okay, makes sense. And then Hera was the goddess of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes also is referred to as like childbearing okay. and she was also often the goddess of the household right hestia who again is probably the least well known out of those six the main six yes was the goddess of the hearth right and she was also a virgin she's the only god or goddess that of those six that is like consistently is virginal okay of those six there's you know, Artemis too, but of those six, she's the only one who's always a virgin. And there was actually an order called the Hestial Virgins. Okay. H-E-S-T-I-A-L. Mm-hmm. And you can Google that for anyone who cares. Okay. They were basically this religious order of virgins who were tasked with keeping like the Hestial flame alight. Mm. 
They had to be virgins, and there were all of these other regulations they had to keep to, and it was a very big deal. Interesting. And, like, you weren't allowed to let the fire go out. Uh, did it ever go out? I'm I'm sure it probably did at some point. Yeah, it sounds like sounds like the good sign kind of set up where it does go out eventually. Um, the mm-hmm. only other sort of thing uh, that is on my mind again, this is from sort of Zena. Um, Ares, where did sort mm-hmm. of he come from? Because obviously he's sort of got a war. You'd think that he would have been around from the start because of how much conflict that there was within <laughs> the gods. Just you would think so. Yeah. So like, where did he um, come from? If, so if, again, in your version, every story. Yes, in your every version. story I've ever heard. I I should just say, every story I'm talking about is the way I've heard it. If you know something different from what you've researched, then sorry, this is just what I know. Ares and Hephaestus were both the children of Hera and Zeus. Okay, that's how I've always yes. heard it. Is that Hera, Hera had two sons with Zeus, mm. Hephaestus and Ares? Uh, who's Hephaestus? Hephaestus is the god of the forge. Okay. So he's the one that, like, creates all the weapons. Mm. He crafts the lightning bolts for Zeus. Uh-huh. Like, have you seen Fantasia? Yes. Yes, I've seen Fantasia. The, the scene with Zeus throwing the lightning bolts. Uh-huh. And there's the one god off in the corner who's like, hammer and hands oh, a yeah. bolt to Zeus. And hammer and hands a bolt to Zeus. That's Hephaestus. Oh, okay. That's really cool. I didn't know about that. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the the sort of main sort of questions i've got about that kind of thing the only other thing that i guess because i've not really think i've ever heard about is there like much documentation about their downfall like is that something that's talked about because obviously i mean not really no it's not something that's really touched upon much because most of the time people just not in terms of mythology because the thing is the way the greeks the way the Greek gods sort of fell into disfavor has less mm. to do with their mythology changing and more to do with the fact that Greece itself was conquered. Yes, by the Romans, yes. I think. Yes. I had to I had to think about this. Like, who co- oh, yeah, the, the yeah. Roman There we go. Yeah. Yeah, the Roman Empire. So the Greeks were sort of conquered slash, like, absorbed into. Yeah. yeah. Hostile takeover. Yeah, basically the Roman Empire. And so, and honestly, because they were so close together, yes. the Romans already had their own versions of most of the gods. Like, their their two pantheons are almost identical. They're just differently named. They're differently named, and I don't know the Roman origin story. Okay. So that, that might be different. There's yes. a chance it's different. I'm not 100%. Yeah, because I know that's where the, the planet names come from, specifically. Yes. come from the Roman pantheon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mars and Saturn and Jupiter and yeah, which means the two Uranuses, which is fun because makes because well, obviously the Uranus from the Greek sort of start. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's the same one. Oh, is it the same one? Oh, as far as I know, Roman. Um, so in in terms of Roman gods, so Mars is the god of war. Yes, most people know that one. Yes, Venus was their name for Aphrodite, who's yes. the goddess of love. Mm-hmm. Saturn. Mm-hmm. Saturn was their name for Zeus. Right. Got us guys. And, and Neptune was their name for... Poseidon. Poseidon. Yes, I know that one. And Jupiter... Or was Jupiter Zeus? Oh. <laughs> now mm. I have to go look. Yeah. 
I could be get wrong on some of these. I I don't know the Roman ones as well. No, uh, but uh, mm. so that was kind of well. No, that that was sort of my main sort of uh, sort of just sort of question is like to, to sort of wrap up this sort of bit. Jupiter was Zeus. Jupiter was Zeus. Uh, was like asking how they kind of not fell out of like sort of not like there's obviously not a documented story of them dying because that's not how gods work. Uh, mm-hmm. But they just essentially fell out of favor just because that's just how that sort of takeover worked. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. And now, so Saturn was um, Kronos. Right, okay. That's what it was. Saturn was Kronos, Jupiter was Zeus. Mm-hmm. Um, Neptune is Poseidon. Pluto, yes. the one all the way out at the end, Yes. is Hades. Aww. <laughs> uh, Juno, which is one of the moons around Jupiter, yes. I believe, yeah. is Hera. Right. Okay. So. And then, let's see, there's Minerva, which is another a moon. one of the moons yes. around, um, I, again, I believe around Jupiter, is Athena. Yes. Venus was Aphrodite, Mars, yeah. Apollo stayed the same. Mm-hmm. Diana is their version of Artemis, who's the goddess of the hunt and the moon. Cool. Vulcan <laughs> is Hephaestus. Right. Uh, that was the, the weapon maker. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Vesta was Hestia. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, Vestal Virgins. That was what it was. It was the Vestal Virgins, not the Hestial Virgins. Um, so V-E-S-T-A-L. Although, honestly, if you put up in Hestial Virgins, you'd probably find the same thing. Yeah. They'll probably redirect you. Mm-hmm. Mercury was Hermes, the messenger god. Yes, I did know that one. And he was the son of Maya, mm-hmm. who was supposed to be a titan, I believe, and Jupiter mm-hmm. in Roman mythology. Yes. And then um, Ceres was Demeter. Mm-hmm. Those were the main ones. And Earth was never part of any of the pantheons because... No. Yeah, that was just where we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, okay. Yeah, the only thing which I guess we could maybe cover at another point is maybe talking about the the, the, the sort of the, the mortal realm of sort of uh, powerful people of it. Like, of course, Hercules comes into that because he started as like on like the Earth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different, um, there's so many. Yes, there's a, there's a lot of stories for this kind of thing. Uh, I don't know too many of them. Like, uh, I know a bit about uh, Medusa and uh, David, mm-hmm. is David and Goliath from the Greek sort of spit as no, well? No. No. That's Christian. <laughs> oh, is it Christian? Okay. I thought there was a similar story, though. Am I getting confused? I might be getting confused. Mm. I don't know much about Christian mythology, Christian um, stuff. Uh, it's not my. It's not my. It's not my area. But that's okay. It's it's not mine either. No. Really, I'm if I'm remembering correctly, David and Goliath is Old Testament. Right. Okay. You're probably right. It. Again, not really something I focused too much on in school, even though I had to do it for. Um, sixteen years. <laughs> Sorry, it just wasn't for me. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> no, I uh, just didn't get behind it. Um, so yeah, but uh, I just know that a lot of mythical creatures tended to come from the Greeks, like with Medusa and like the, the Minotaur and all those sort of ones. I know that they mm-hmm. mainly come from that kind of area. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that that's what all, all I was gonna say is the sort of stuff that I know from the the land. Like, not involving God's myths it's in, it's, mm-hmm. was my point. Yeah, and there's a lot of different <laughs> creatures out there who came from various different 
locations depending on what you're reading. So like I mentioned the Minotaur and how that one came to be. Yes, you did. At least again, the version I've heard. Mm -hmm. And then um, I know that Medusa, I'm trying to find it. Medusa was um, a human woman who had snakes for hair and all that stuff. But I'm trying to remember who cursed her. So again, the version I've always heard is that and I've heard different versions. I've heard that she claimed she was more beautiful than a goddess. I've mm. also heard that other people said she was more beautiful than a goddess. And they got better, and then they made them mm-hmm. look like Medusa. Yes, uh, I remember that exactly. part of their story. Yes. Yeah, that's what I've always heard, is that somehow they pissed off a goddess. Who was the goddess of beauty. That's, honestly, that's one of the versions I've heard, is that it, I think it was Aphrodite. I'm trying to find it in my notes and i'm not finding it fits it. her <laughs> it fits her mm-hmm. sort of uh, just yeah i mean the, the greek gods were some really vengeful people uh they that they, they took no they took nothing for granted they ate their own kid yeah. like i don't understand how they even managed to keep going but but you know Mythology's weird. Oh, oh, that's right. There's this version, too. I forgot about that. Ooh, that's the awful version. Oh, what version? Okay. Oh. So. Are we going to talk about the awful version? I guess. So. No. No, we don't know. We don't have to. <laughs> we can just say you can look so into it yourself. Okay, so there's the version where, like, she was claimed to be or told that she was more beautiful than a goddess and the goddess got mad and sought revenge. Another version I've heard is that um, she was absolutely beautiful and um because she was so beautiful and this is this is from um i believe it's from the ovid yeah um that she was so beautiful that poseidon raped her oh in athena's temple huh and athena was so angry that she transformed medusa's hair and face and everything not as a punishment necessarily for medusa but so that medusa could then make sure that it never happened again Okay, well, I mean, the the meaning, I suppose, is better that way, because, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't want that happening again, but that still feels a little bit like punishing the person who did nothing wrong. Yeah. A little bit. No, I agree. There's a lot of things like that, though, where sometimes their, mm. their like, solutions are very much, it, it shows clearly that they don't understand how humans think. Yeah, yeah. The mental gymnastics it takes to get to those conclusions, it's like... Mm-hmm. Okay, you 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 made a lot of assumptions on the way here, and yeah. not all of them were right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Let's just give this woman snake hair, mate. No, no, yes. they don't want that. And there's a lot of things like that too. Like, you, there's so many stories, mm. and especially if you go back and watch like Hercules the series yeah, with yeah. Kevin Sorbo, there's a ton of mentions of it there too, where Hera is out to get Hercules because she's she hates him so much because he's Zeus's son and not with her. Right. So she's out to punish the child since she can't punish her husband. Right. And she does that repeatedly. There's multiple stories where Hera is very bitter and vengeful and goes after the woman. Sometimes it's a woman who didn't even like 
voluntarily sleep with her husband, he tricked them or he magicked them into doing it. Or I think in a couple of stories, he raped them. Like he, Zeus was not generally a nice person. (laughs) No. Uh, Also, just going back to Medusa for a a quick second. With that story being like, oh yeah, no, I will do this to them so it never happens in the end. That also meant that they couldn't ever develop a relationship with anyone ever because any time they tried, Mm -hmm. that the person that... They turned to, to stone, and then that made them bitter and wanted to be alone, and then people just thought they were a monster. It just never ended up well from Medusa in that kind of way. It's just like... No. Because, yes, I understand the point of, oh, we want to not have this happen again. Fine. But it really did make the rest of her existence not great. Yeah, no, I agree. She already had a bad lot with that story anyway, and then it just got a bit worse. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Then just like when you actually think about like the implications of some things like the gods did to people, I'm just like yeah, because it, it, just when you were saying it, like you don't understand how the like how normal people think, I'm like yeah, because like, then mm-hmm. I just started thinking about that. It's just like yeah, no, that's that's really not good for people, is it? Mm-mm. No, but yeah, you were we were talking. To, wow, we got off on so many tangents. We were talking about like we the did. downfall. So yeah, the Romans yes. sort of conquered slash merged with the Greeks. And then mm-hmm. over time, as Catholicism and Christianity spread and took over, the gods just got pushed further and further and further to the background, basically. It wasn't like a yeah. something came in and destroyed the gods, and that's why we don't believe in them no, anymore. They just weren't focused anymore. Mm-hmm. They weren't what was being worshipped the most anymore. So they gradually faded, and now they're lost to antiquity. But that's also why, if you look at a lot of the old Greek, like the... The, the Parthenon building, which was, um, if I'm remembering correctly, it was built to honor Athena. I'd have to look that up. I'm yeah. not 100%. But it was it was built and then they destroyed a lot of it mm-hmm. when when the towns were taken over. And I, I can't remember if it was the Romans who did it because they were trying to assert themselves or if it was like when Christianity started hitting, they destroyed ah, some of the old buildings. Gotcha. But like that's another thing too. Like some of the history and stuff has been lost. Because, you know, back then, keeping track of history wasn't, wasn't as emphasized. Important. Yeah, no, uh, some things are just... Which is why it's myth. Uh, mm-hmm. for the sort of main thing anyway is because the, 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 it's just stories that we th- like people believed because they were the only things written down. But there was never, like, any sort of, like, documented history about it. So, yeah. Um, we got better with that, at least. <laughs> for the later. most part. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, that was just uh, really interesting because essentially both of them kind of, which is why they're sort of similar because they, they were so close to each other and then they kind of merged mm-hmm. and then Christianity came about and the new religions, obviously, and that kind of thing. So yep. yeah, I guess that's a place to end. <laughs> there's not really a good place to end talking about mythology because like there's no ending to it. But No, it, well, it's such a big topic. There's yeah. so many things to talk about. Um, I guess what we could do is, you know, if you guys like this topic, yeah, if you want to know, yeah, if you want to know some other things that we could talk about, like if if you've got like areas which you would like us to look into, let us know and we'll Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about those. Because yeah, like I said, there's just too much to cover in one episode, or we'll be here for the rest of our lives, Uh, (laughs) which yeah, we can't really do. Like the 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 internet won't be happy with that if we try to Mm -hmm. upload a seventeen terabyte file. Uh, oh my god, which... it would take so long to upload that file to Libsyn. <laughs> like, literally, it would take a week to upload that yeah. file to Libsyn. Yeah. Yes, it would. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you for 
listening to us ramble about <laughs> the Great Pantheon for a little bit and about how messed up some of the things that they did was because, oh boy, it was. Oh, uh, so, 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 yeah. so messed up. <laughs> yeah, if, like I said, if you have some things you want us to talk about, let us know. We're very happy to hear about it. And until the next time, just enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. Yep, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey guys, just before we head off, something that we forgot to mention is that this week, the Nerdsmith Network is promoting Shenanigans. Shenanigans is a D&D 5e actual play live stream now, uh, set in the homebrew world of Vale. Join our unsteady alliance of adventurers as they navigate their way through the tug of war room between technology and magic. Shenanigans used to be an actual play podcast, but now it's streamed. So if you want to check it out live and be a part of the madness, come and join us at 7pm PST at twitch.tv forward slash we are Nerdsmith. Alright, great. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Geek Thyself. Don't forget to check out all the other amazing content on the Nerdsmith Network. If you have any questions for either of us, you can get in contact with us on Twitter at geek underscore thyself. You can also email us at geekthyself at nerdsmith.org. And please don't forget to go to iTunes and leave us a review or also go anywhere you listen to your podcasts. We'll be back next week with another informative and fun episode. And until then, don't forget to geek thyself. In a world that's forgotten the meaning of hero... We're not actually helping that much. It's like a cardboard box. It's all old and kind of ratty. Um, I believe there might be some mistake. I said proctor equipment. Yeah, no, this this is it. Bronze badge, lost and found. Here you go. Mm. <laughs> and the arrow didn't hit bone, so you can reuse it. Reuse the bone? We're looking for a dragon named the Scottish play. There's only so much that editing can do. <laughs> Is there someone else we can talk to? Nobody quite as cheerful as Robin. You mean they get worse? And more privileged, yes. Stone Coast Railway, Cal! <laughs> Come to Stone Coast Railway! Come on, Cal! He seemed excited by the prospect. He was, and then he found out that it devalues the painting, and that kind of broke his heart a little bit. His little heart a little bit. <laughs> yeah, how's that feel? Take that. Bad. <laughs> Talk was that? Oh no! Was there was there a joke was, in there, yeah. Kyle? Did no, you want to? No, fine. Do you want to take another swing at that one? Shenanigans, an actual play D and D podcast, available on nerdsmith.org or wherever you get your podcasts.